All right, good morning, everyone. Good. Well, thank you. It's good to see you all. We, of course, are, have braved the cold. Um, anybody watching online, it's like negative 10 degrees Celsius here. We showed up, man, because like Terry says, we're tough. Um, so here's the thing. You ready? You want to you peek behind the curtain a little bit? Um, this is notoriously a Sunday where people pump the brakes as a church. Um, there are churches I know. It's true because people don't come. That's what they all say. So don't worry, pastor. Just, you know, do a review or, or just do a luncheon. To, and you know what's funny? Totally not what God was speaking to me this week. We're actually going to hammer it this week. I've got, a, I've got a message that God has been working with me this week about. It's fifth gear, dude. So isn't that ironic? Because I want to chill. Don't give me... I mean, I've been lazy all week. I've been eating too much. The wrong stuff. You, you couldn't want, no, I wanted to chill. And I wanted to make the excuse of like, well, that's what churches do. No, we're kingdom oriented. And this is going out to everywhere in the world. We don't get a break. We're kingdom oriented, okay? So that all that to say, strap in. This is a very good and helpful message today um also i was quite literally like and i don't care y'all know it because of the prayer chat if anybody's listening to this and is not part of the prayer chat let me give you a testimony as to the power of god through prayer (laughs) so okay did y'all see when i said please pray for me thursday because i'm i woke up shaky and shivery and fluey and i was like no so I did what I, what I know to do, and I started to actually just say, no, no, because I'm healthy in Jesus' name, because no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And then I had this weird thought. Somewhere, and y'all can think I'm screwy. And yes, I know this is, this is going out to all sorts of people who are going to think I'm a little tuned. Don't care. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, pre-flu stuff. And I said, you know what? It says that he, he bore our sins on the cross. He took our sins on the cross, but he bore our sicknesses. Do you know that? In the very same sentence, do you remember that it says that? Well, I believe that he took my sins on the cross, but so it was a real challenge for me Thursday. And I said, you know what? If he bore it, what does it mean to bear something? It means to carry it. If he carried it, then I'm not going to. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I started to. And again, I'm not even talking at you folks. I'm telling my story. And I just kept, every time I started to feel yuck, I just kept repeating it, repeating it. And then finally I was like, wait a minute. That's all well and good, but I need prayer, man. And I hit up you guys, and guess what? The prayer things came in. I started to feel a little tired at about 7 o'clock. I laid down, and Alex wanted to lay with me. And then I put them to bed, and guess what? I stayed up right until the end. I watched the movie Dunkirk, in fact, a nice war movie, really cool movie. And you know what? I woke up the next morning, and I felt absolutely fine. Oh, Praise God, absolutely. But it also means I got a job to do today because he didn't want me to be sick. You know what I'm saying? So no, uh, no coasting, strap in. So across cultures, New Year's, whether we survive, um, whether you, sometimes Chinese New Year's a different day, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really matter. What it is, you guys, absolutely, we all know this. Culturally, it's an opportunity to realize it's a time to decide some things are going to be left back there. I'm going to say that again. Some things are going to be left back there, and we're going to add some things into this new year of my life. It's it's a time to determine seasons. Now, October 13th is just as good a day to do a new season, but we don't do that, do we? We all say, oh, yeah, yeah, January 1st. Fine. Well, let's capitalize on that. I'm not going to sit there and make war against that, right? But we here have decided, we have decided, we're not self-help guys, self-help. We're not motivational speakers. That's not what I'm going to do today. I could. I absolutely couldn't. That's, there's no power in it. Not what we're here to do. We are servants of the most high, the one true living God, the God who is alive. We're the ones whom 2,000 years ago, creator God put on flesh, was born poor and vulnerable. He walked around. He did amazing things. He defied nature and he commanded elements. H2O and commanded it in front of people, right? And so we're listening. Then what happens? 
he, he tells people, he says, yeah, I'm, I'm doing all this sorts of crazy stuff, but if you read the Bible, what does he say is the reason we should listen to him? It wasn't the water to wine. It wasn't the healing of lepers. It wasn't blind men healed. He says, by this, you will know that I am who I say I am. They'll kill me. And three days later, I will be back again. I will do what no other person has ever done. And by that, you'll know to go back and listen to every word I said. That's who we are, you guys. Many of us have said, I choose to believe that. And he says, if we believe, we are, we, we are sons and daughters of God. The next step of that is we follow him. And he leads us to life and life to the fullest. Well, AJ, you say that all the time. You're darn right I do. That's the gospel. And also, I want to point something out. Getting saved... By saying, Jesus, you know, can, can your death count for me? Everybody, a death is owed for every life born because of sin. Can your death count for me? Yeshua goes, yes, absolutely. But you know what? Most people stop there. Can I tell you that? Most people stop there. But there's a second step, and it's follow me. Surrender this life I've given you, and it will count. It will count. We will make it count for the kingdom of God. God said, Jesus says this. Salvation is absolutely the most important thing. But Jesus says this, I've come that you would have life and life to the fullest. Absolutely. And everybody dreams of a full life, whether you live in India, Pakistan, wherever it may be, we dream of a full life. It may look different in each of our minds, but that's what we're pursuing. We know that. Jesus then says he'll set us free from the things that hold us captive. He would bring to life the dead areas of our lives, beauty where right now is scars and brokenness. And I have hit everybody in half a page just then. Every person on on the face of the planet is in need of that. Absolutely. So this is the new year, right? Again, new year people perk up. And we have an opportunity, young and old, to actually have a few questions that could really be important. So we're going to ask a few questions and focus and hear some truth. Here we go. New Year's is upon us and it's a time to examine our lives. And I want to set you free from something. Uh, I want to set you apart as a child of the king and how we should be thinking. Okay. Your, number, here's my first point. We're into it. We're into it. You're responsible, New Year's, to change, adjust, or cut, or add. You're responsible to, to change whatever the Holy Spirit is telling you to change right now in your life. Here's what I mean. Society may say you need to lose 400 pounds, grow taller, dye your hair, sleep less, exercise more, read the Bible, worship at home, read blah, 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 blah. And you might be doing that, right? Marty, this is what I do. I am feeling in this area, this area, this area, blah, blah, blah. And all these things, what do they do? They crush me. And God says, whoa, 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 whoa. You're responsible for the one thing I'm speaking to you today. And what does that do? It sets you free, doesn't it? God says, we'll get to that part of your life and that and that. But right now, that one right there. And can I tell you something in my life? I'm just going to give it to you all today. You can all watch it again if, if you miss some. I've got a lot to say. In my life, I would hold up this, 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 addiction, thought pattern, this, this, this. And God would go, give me the one in the back, the forgiveness. But God, what about this one? And society picks on me for this one, and I don't like the way I look. And No, give me that right here. You're not responsible for these. You're responsible for what I'm doing in your life right now. So chill out. Get it? So this is New Year as a follower of Christ. Everybody else, they're going to get a gym membership. They're going to this, that, this, that, 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 and burn themselves right out. We're a child of the Most High. There you go, Bill. You get me. <laughs> We're children of the Most High God. You are responsible for what the Holy Spirit is telling you right now. I present myself a list, and God will most likely present one thing at a time because he's a good, good father. It would tear us apart if he tried to do surgery on five different ailments, wouldn't it? That was good. Medical people, that was good. I like that. For years, I would just get pushed in the ground, and I would think this, this, this. And again, that's me-powered change. 
when I hold up my list and say, this is what I don't like about me or what I think or even what church says, Holy Spirit's going, okay, you, then, okay, military people. What, what if some of your sons would say, I know where I'm going to go. I'm going to deploy myself to this and this area and fight. She, she laughed. No, you go where general God says to go and you fight the battles God tells you to fight. And yet, and yet, you will look in the mirror, decide what you don't like about yourself and in your own strength, go out and try to change it. <laughs> All right, okay, portion. That's not what we do, is it? We go where God tells us to go. We fight the battles that God tells us to fight with the weapons he's given us and the energy he gives us at the time because it's not about you. Cool? All right, some weight's coming off some folks, and you're starting to understand me. This is New Year's, guys. Here's the funny thing about me power change. As we're looking at New Year's and resolutions and the fact that 2018, wow, that sounds terrible to say, doesn't it? I'm barely used to 2017. Where did the time go? The 90s were like five years ago, weren't they? I don't think they're 20 years ago. That's crazy. So anyway, um, so 2018 absolutely has the potential to be your best life, best year. Absolutely. In Christ, it absolutely is there, guys. But as you're looking at it, what was I even going with that? I totally forgot because I screwed that up. Oh, I want to say this. Let's all enter 2018 realizing this. If you could have changed you or gotten to where you want to be, you'd already be there. That's called surrender, and that's called humility. If I could have conquered my anger, I already would have without God. If I could have lost that 20 pounds, I already would have. So God, you know what? Let me maybe try to do things your way this 2018. Maybe not lean on myself, but completely turn it over to the master, the Lord, the one who says, follow me. Now, I'm going to put down my list, and this is part one. Ready? AJ, step one. I'm going to put down my list and simply come to him and say, here I am, Lord. I am willing to to change. That's it. Now, y'all are uptight, but I want you to understand what we're going to do is actually set everybody free and you're going to feel light as a bird when you leave here, okay? Because either we do it or God does it. Spoiler. I want to cut down a misconception as we're looking at um, New Year's resolutions and things that we want to change. I have some. Here's a misconception. Ready? You never want to change the things that really need to change. No, really. If you're waiting to want to change that thing, you wonder why you've waited this long. Yesterday you said tomorrow. Yesterday you said tomorrow. Yesterday you said tomorrow. And you wonder why. Misconception. It's a lie from the pit of hell. You don't have to want to change to change. Here's what I'm, ta here's what I'm talking about. The doctor said to me one day, I went in for a routine checkup and I slammed into a season where God brought something forward. I didn't ask for it. Well, I was willing to. I was willing. So I walk in there and the doctor goes, and, and he says, uh, do you smoke? And I said, no, I don't smoke. And he went into the next Next thing, I said, whoa, 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 I dip. I use I used smokeless tobacco. It wasn't even on the list. I had every opportunity to not bring it to the doctor. And how many people know you kind of want to hide things from the doctor? Well, I said, whoa, 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 I dip. And he's like, oh, no, 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 bad, bad, bad. It's Dr. Ouyang. I'm not doing a Chinese accent, okay? I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I could do it, but I'm not going to. He's a great guy. Um, he's also David, David Ouyang. So David says, no, 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 not good. Do you want to, do you want to quit dipping? And I said to him, I told you this before. No. <laughs> no, I quite like it, in fact. I'm addicted to it. <laughs> but I want to want to change, boom, willingness. And I went home and I said, babe, Doc says that at my age, you know, dipping and using that's not very wise. Go figure. I knew better. I wanted to change. Right? <laughs> Go figure. But uh, I, had been, I had waited all these years to want to change. Guess what? That's not what you do. You don't have to want to change. But the willingness needs to be there. Now, this is not self-help. As I look at men and women of faith and... Um, in the Bible, men and women, how many of them think, how many of you people think that they wanted to do what God asked them to do? David, go take that enormous man who is a Nephilim, go fight him, oh, 14-year-old shepherd. 
You think he really wanted to? Or, hey, hey, Noah, hey, doesn't it sound awesome to build a barge, an ark? Uh, what, what, what? <laughs> right there in your driveway, do you wanna? Oh, yippity-doo, yeah, let me spend how many years of my life to do that, right? And on and on and on. David, run from Saul, but don't kill him, right? Your main example is this. Jesus, go to the cross. And he shows us in the Garden of Gethsemane, I don't wanna do this. Can you imagine if he waited to make changes? If he wanted to, nothing ever would have been done. Are you following me, people? Paul, go preach to the Gentiles. But they stoned my face with rocks. Get up and go back. Are we good? You getting this? New Year's resolution. You have the power of Christ Jesus to change. Don't wait until you want to. That's a misconception. Just get to a place of willingness. 2018 can be your best year. You can make these changes. I know that. Let's look at this one, this slide. It's a willingness to trust ourselves to God. Now, I'm going to give you this twice. In Matthew 16, 24, this is a gospel, a biography of Jesus. Jesus said to his disciples, the ones who chose to follow him, he says, if anyone wants to come with me to follow me, he must, she must deny himself, herself. He must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Next slide, please. Then Luke tells us that same thing. Then he said to them all, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for me will save it. Let's leave it right there. Now, lots of people say this. Um, some would say, well, this job is my cross to bear. This thing, this relationship, my, my whatever it is. That's not what this is saying at all. That's not what this is saying at all. That sells it short. I almost actually had that misconception and almost spoke out of that. Like, well, I've just got this thing and I got to pick it up and carry it. No. In 2017, the cross is a symbol of hope. It's a symbol of atonement or whatever. When Jesus was talking to these people, the cross was littering the streets of Jerusalem where Romans had put one in every five Jewish men on a cross of torture and death. So when he says, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up the, his instrument of torture and follow me. So what does this mean? It says this. It means that commitment to Christ means taking up your cross daily, giving up your hopes, dreams, possessions, even maybe your life, if need be, for the cause of Christ. Only if you're willing to take up the cross may you be called his disciple. That's Luke 14, 27. The reward is worth the price. Jesus followed his call of death to self by saying, with the gift of life of Christ. Whoever wants to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for me will find it. Because we're not the church that's going to pat you on the bum and say, this is all about you. It's not. The first part we get saved, the second part we follow him, that means we turn over to him what he wants to do in our lives. That's what pick up the cross means. And what does it look like, AJ, Mr. Practical up here? It means you go to God and say, 2018, I'm turning over to you. What do you want to change in my life? Because he's saying even unto death. Okay, I'm going to give it harsher. He says, don't you know you were bought at a price? In the, in, in the epistles, he said, don't you know you were bought at a price? This is not child's play. This is a serious game. And so the least we can do, I'm still building a case here, but number one is go to God and say, hey, 2018's here. I'm turning it over to you. Well, you read that today, that Psalm, didn't you? David's saying, my life is yours. What do you want to do to add, to change, to take away, to tweak? What, Father? I'm here and I don't want to, but I'm willing. Are you all following me? That's the end of part one. You, I'm willing. So why do we change? It's part two. Why are we as his kids going to actually examine our lives at New Year's? And again, it's the least of what we're called to do. And this is how we allow our lives to be used by him and we shine his glory.
I, for one, keep reminding myself and taking the time to say, I want to be the one man person who actually does this, even when it hurts. And I understand, I'm going to throw this out here and don't take this on your, uh, on your flesh, but remember, there's the pain of change or the pain of regret. That's life. In this entitled world of people who think everything will be at their fingertips, it's a lie. There's the pain of change or the pain of regret. And that very much helped me to at least propel myself over and fall at the feet of God and say, I get it. If I don't surrender to you, I'm going to be left with weeping and gnashing of teeth, which speaks of regret. I had this life, man, and I had the power inside of me to change because of you, but I just didn't do it. Why do we change? Because it's the least we can do. It leads to our best lives. I'm going to keep throwing more at you. Remember the Beatitudes, anybody? Yeah? Blessed are the... I told you before, in Greek, that's the word makarios, blessed. It doesn't just mean blessed, hashtag blessed, I got a baby, I got a promotion. It doesn't mean that. It means your life shines the glory of God. That's what it means. Overflowing with power, with protection, with mercy. A life that we can all dream of, but God-centered. That's what that means. That's what we get to if we're willing to do the work and the changing, letting, letting ourselves be changed. Side note, you want to talk about scary you think I don't feel this? This message is exactly what God's talking to me about. And I thought about telling you the areas of my life I want to change. That's none of y'all business. <laughs> yeah. If I do it right, you'll see it happen in front of you. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, um, think of it, guys. This is, this is scary. We, we watch movies where there's people who, you know, they do something heroic. But can I tell you something? Um, this is real bravery. To walk up to God and go, all right. I surrender to what you want to do in my life. And I don't want to do it. And I don't want to give this. I don't want to give that. I don't want to. But that's bravery, isn't it? Bravery, and I teach this to my son. Because he's like, I could wield Thor's hammer. I'm brave. That's what he said. He could pick up Thor's hammer because he says I'm brave. I'm like, buddy, you don't even know what brave is. And he's like, yeah, brave is not being afraid. I said, whoa. No, bravery is absolutely being afraid but doing it anyway. That's a good spot for an amen. I'll, get, I'll give you another shot. Okay, thanks, guys. Part two. That's a C, C plus right there. Bravery is seeing Goliath and saying, I will go over there with trembling knees, but I'll do it. Bravery is says, I got broken in that last relationship, but God's calling me to get out there because he wants me to be fulfilled with, you get what I'm saying? You don't wait till you're not afraid to do it. Or, or bravery is, I've tried to quit 60 different times in my own strength. I'm going to bring it to God one more time and we're going to do it his way. Bravery is doing it afraid. That's the truth, guys. You do it while you're afraid, while you don't want to do it. And so what has always defeated you? There, that might be a thing. I don't know, an addiction, lifestyle change, physical health, emotional ch health. What's scarier than that? I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't, but just be brave and in the power of the Holy Spirit, step one, as you're looking at New Year's resolutions that actually work, step one is just ask and listen. That's it. Okay, we with me so far? I'm gonna shift gears again. We know our lives are not our own, and Jesus is, we're asked to, to you know, take up our cross. I want to give you something very simple. If Jesus is asked to take the wheel, Carrie Underwood style, Jesus take the wheel, and you're letting him drive, this is how we line up what he's doing. Lord, what is the mission today? And this is a big deal if you're writing down, because it looks like Britt's taking notes. We'll, we'll do that. Somebody else should take notes, you know. You remember it much more. Second thing is this. If you go to God and say, Father God, 2018 is upon me, I take my list of what I don't like and I put it aside, but what would you have to change inside of me, Father? I'm here. I'm, I want to be real. I want to follow you. What is it you want me to change? Boop. You write it down. You write it down. That's biblical. You write it down. Okay? 
there's a lot of reasons for that because the next thing that's going to happen is you, the part of you that doesn't want to change, and the enemy is going to whisper and say, God didn't say that. You're not really responsible for that. Because everything in you is not going to want to change. Don't you understand that? What did I say before? The enemy is the inner me. I don't want to change. And so what I'll do is if it's leave this behind. He didn't say that. But if you wrote it down, that's you declaring that it has been said. Do you understand? Life is so much just about the choices we make and the declarations we make. I am supposed to be married to this person and now I work on it. Boom. Other people, meh, crumbles. Every single time. And I'm not speaking in your specific situation. I'm giving you, right? Do you understand what I'm saying? But when I know that I'm being called in this season to do this, then I'm on the hook for it. And I got to do what I got to do. I can't lie myself out of it. Um, Some people say this. Ready? This is where I'm just tearing down excuses because I want to help you get to your best life. That's my job. I don't really hear from God. Yes, you do. What are you, nuts? You absolutely hear from God. Here's what you do. If you want 2018 change, or don't, I'm not your dad. I can't map out how to get to your best life. Tell you how to get there, though, if you want to walk it. Get alone for a short time and ask. And I'll tell you something. Holy Spirit is very constant. Okay, what do I say? Holy Spirit is very much like Wi-Fi. You turn on and connect, it will be there. Maybe not in an audible way, or I'm really convinced, but constantly. Now, here's what I'm saying. When I go to God and say, what do you want to change my life? Thought. What do you want to change my life? Thought. <laughs> what do you want to change my life? Thought. Get, you know that, don't you? Go talk to that person. Go talk to that person. Go talk to that person. Get off me. Right? That can't be you, God. That can't be you, God. That can't be you, God. Right? I don't want to give them money. I don't want to give them money. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's very constant. So when you hear about it, you write it down. And then when you go, maybe ask him again. It'll be the same thing. Ask him again. And then give up and surrender and realize that that's what's happening. Okay? I try to teach practical things up here. I'm telling you what. Again, the thing that he's calling me to do, I keep going, um, uh, there it is. Uh, Ten minutes later. You sure? that Okay. <laughs> it keeps, he doesn't change, right? He knows what he wants me to do right now and he keeps telling me. Now it's my job to say, okay, you've said it. I write it down. I bring it to God. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. If you, yeah. Okay. Because it's true of say, well, that's not it, guys. Your flesh, the inside of you that's used to getting your way will do everything it can to lie you out of it. It's true. And let me ask you this, though, real quick. Practical, practical, practical. As you're looking at your life and the changes that could be made, um, really is, is the enemy, the devil, the one that would give you suggestions to lead to a better life? Is it that part of you that really doesn't want to change speaking to you and telling you to leave things behind it doesn't want to leave behind? Probably not. So who's the only third person communicating in this? It ain't the enemy. It ain't you. So maybe it really is. So you do hear from God. Don't lie yourself out of that. So how do we change? My final point, my final favorite and hardest point of this all, but it's actually not. It's actually funny. It's about you stop essentially trying in your own effort but this is tricky because we have everything in here and online from breaking an addiction losing weight forgiving a person new job back to school be a parent be a man I, I, I don't know we all have a unique answer when we go to God but you see it may be tricky if we were veering off and I was trying to do self-help because here's the thing we're not jumping back into that I don't need to speak into everything when I ask how do we change we don't try to change we be changed That's the difference. We are going to be changed. And there is the secret. I'm going to title this How to Keep a Resolution or New Year's Resolutions That Work because this is the difference. Took me three quarters of the message to convince, okay? We're not going to try. Okay, I got news for you. What did I say before? If you could change you, you already would have. The difference is, and this is the one time you're going to do it differently, we're going to 
be changed. Well, how do you do that, AJ? I'll give you my best here. We've asked what it is that God we are desiring to change. Now we know we simply need to be changed by what he's doing and what, what, what he does in our lives. This is where people fall off. Let's look at the slide. This is where I get back myself up here. Do not conform any longer, Romans 12, 2, to the pattern of this world. Don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then, only then, afterward, you'll be able to test and prove God's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will for your life. So ready? The pattern of this world is addiction, brokenness, unhealthy relationships with food, unhealthy relationships with other, compulsion, fear, worry, anxiety. That's what he's saying. And this is not a condemnation thing. He's a good, good father saying, not this anymore, but this. I'm making all things new again. Wineskins, do I need to keep going? Don't be conformed any longer to the pattern that your mom and dad set or your neighbors, or these people that you don't want to emulate what they have. Kabish? But instead, there's this thing. I who lit the sun, says Jesus, I who know just how that earth sits where it sits, I'm gonna tell you how life works, ready? You can ditch that, and you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now what he did not say in the language is, get better, try harder, transform yourself. That's the pattern of this world too, isn't it? How strange is that weird language? Let's read that again. You want change in your life. You don't want to conform, which means be molded by everybody around you, but do nothing but allow a transformation by how? Your transformation starts here by the renewing of your mind. You thought exercising would help you lose weight. You're wrong. Jesus just said that. It might be part of it. It's not the root issue. And you wonder why you keep failing. You're trying to transform something and you're not using your mind. Creator God just gave it to you. Here's your manual. Ready? Let's read the user, user's manual for people. Ah, page 36. If I want any sort of transformation in my life, it's got to begin in my mind by renewing, making new my mind. Good grief, people. Anybody getting any of this? Good, 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 good. This is how people fall off. Absolutely. And pick up your cross. Be, 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 be transformed. Well, how does this happen? What is transformation? I brought... A physical prop for you. <laughs> Brenda likes it. Well, how in the world am I going to do this? This is a car. It can do car things. It has limitations, right? It is just what it is. And you don't have to like it. You don't have to know anything more about it. It is a car. Ready? Now it's a robot. Did you see what I just did? That's a transformation. Well, AJ, it's still the same thing, is it? But it's all the same material. You're darn right it is. You're asking to be something else before you can be something else. No. You are to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. A robot that walks around and talks and stuff can do a lot more than a car, right? But it's made of the same thing. God is saying you can do so much more and be so much more just as you are. You don't have to wait to want to. Just as you are by the renewing of your mind. You'll become something else with what you have. Isn't that awesome? I like Bumblebee. He's pretty awesome. That's one of my favorite toys. Lennon gave him that toy, by the way. Be transformed. You were one thing. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Here's the thing. Here's how we keep resolutions. Here's how change happens in our lives. You allow your thoughts to be changed by changing the way you think about the thing that needs changing in your life. Uh oh, that just erred. You allow your thoughts to be changed by changing the way you think about the thing that needs changing. Capiche? Does that make sense? I know it's getting complicated. 
Your cup is full of poison water right now, let's say. I always talk about this. Let's say an addiction. Well, here's, let me get the, my Packers cup. Let's say this is filled with that. At one time in my life, my, my cup was filled with an addiction, uh, with uh, unhealthy relationship with food, whatever it may be. And this is the, how the one who made us says we, we can be changed. You don't just pour that out. You have to take in truth and fill this with truth, and then the cup changes. The material changes. You've been so focused on trying to pour it out, pour it out. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. Push that thing away. Doesn't bring change, says Holy Spirit. It doesn't bring change. What brings change is the pouring in of truth, which will change your mind by the renewing, making new of your mind. Okay? See how it's not about your efforts? This is why we fail. This is why 80% of gym memberships bought around now just are our waste. If you don't believe me, go to Maxi Hall tomorrow or <laughs> the next two weeks. It's a madhouse in there. And then two and a half weeks later, guess what? Because it's everybody trying in their own efforts. It's not what we're talking about. Okay. As I'm writing this, I can feel the push. I'm, I'm like past AJ's talking. I can feel this push because this is the, this is the secret. This is the cure, you guys. I promise you it is. This is not my opinion. This, this is a cure in physical life. You, you put your boots on and you do something, but you do not change yourself. You do not. You know what you do? You do have a job. You do have boots on. Ready? This is where, again, most will choose not to do this. You go get truth. That's the only job you have. Do you understand that? Your job is not to lose weight. Your job is not to quit this. Your job is to go and find out what Jesus says about that area of it and, and meditate on it and hang on it. That's your job. And you, you continuously give it to God. It's not your effort, you guys. You make a choice. Day after day after day, you take in truth. A specific truth from the Lord Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. And you meditate on it. And next thing you know, there will be a transformation process because of the renewing of your mind. Okay, I think you're there. You do the work, work, work of what he says is the truth. You find it and you trust that you'll be transformed. But AJ... Want to have to do and not do things too? Yeah, sure. But that's a product of the changing mind. So I'm not going to say, come January 1st, I'm going to stop this. No, come January 1st, I'm going to meditate every day on what he says about that. Do you understand what I'm saying? That brings him into the situation. What happens when God shows up, y'all? Big things happen and change. I'm not going to go on the treadmill uh, January 1st. I'm going to go to him and meditate on what he says about my physical body. And you know what? Maybe at that point, he'll lead me to the treadmill on day 15. I don't know. Do you see the difference? It's me fully surrendered. It's saying, I'm willing to change the thing, you, 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 what you want to change in my life, Father. Oh, what's that? It's this right now in this season of my life? Okay, well, I got to go get truth about that. I go get truth. I focus on it, focus on it, focus on it, focus on it. So much so that the old part of me, the old thinking of me, which led me to this spot to begin with, this stinking thinking, no longer has room in my life. And now I think like Jesus thinks about this thing. And then it lines up with truth and Holy Spirit leads me to the physical part of the cure. Why do you treat one part of your body? If it's something physical you don't like, you're just going to try to do it physically? What are you, what are you nuts? You're going to leave the strength of the other two behind? Why do you think holistic stuff works, guys? Gets whole body. Do you get it? And that's just the physical. I'm saying you treat everything, but you start with your spirit. The Bible says this in the epistles. Physical work is good, right? Well, physical work is good, but you neglect the spirit. I don't care if you're buff, strong, sleek, whatever it is. That means nothing. Your spirit is the most powerful part of you. And you're trying to do all this other stuff without your spirit? 
Jesus goes, no wonder you're tired. Come here and I'll give you rest. <laughs> right? I'll give you rest. He's the vine. We're the branch. Everything we need comes through him. So even when it comes to change, guys, listen, no one's going to applaud when you lose those 20 pounds on your own. I'm not going to, by no means, because that's not what we're called to do. You're called to simply do what he's telling you to do at the time in his power and strength. And then who gets the glory? Oh, there we go. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Now, I could start some controversy here, and I'll tell you this. People who claim to get victories on their own, and again, y'all ain't going to like this. People who claim to get their own victory, it will always cost them more than they will admit, or the victory will not last. I'm not joking around, guys. I could, for example, I could make my way of changing whatever I'm going to change, and you know what it would do? It would take away from my family. And, and my ministry and this because it would be me and my effort and blah 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 blah. Jared from Subway would he give up ooh that's a bad example he's a criminal ooh I forgot about that I was just thinking of extreme I changed me stuff right <laughs> you know what happens too hey you want to know something from a counseling standpoint when people go out and try to change themselves because they're not happy with their bodies or whatever do you know how many, you know how many people get divorced because of that no seriously the one gets healthy and starts getting ah, you're not changing and boom so what did it cost you to do it on your own oh you everything Oh, you did that on your own? God says this. When I give you stuff, he's speaking of wealth at the time, I had no trouble to it. If you come to me and ask what needs to be changed, I know just what needs to change in your life right now to bring you to that place of abundance without hurting you or costing you this relationship or that or this or too much money. Or do you understand what I'm saying? It's so true, you guys. I'll tell you my story. Uh, again, I was addicted to tobacco for years. The only one in my, I mean, Everyone in my family is. I knew nothing but that. Like, I don't know. It sounds so weird at 2017 and being on this side, but like everybody smokes in my family. It's just the way it was. You grew up smoking secondhand smoke. It just was the thing, you know? So I told you this before. I went to the doctor and he says this and um, um, I realized, okay, well, maybe this is what God's telling me to do. And, and, and so, you know, all right, I'm going to, I talked to counselors around me. I talked to Pete, talked to Melanie, I talked to a couple other people and said, I think God is bringing this to me with a willingness heart. I said, okay. The doctor said he could help. Okay. So stop. Now this is where it ran up against my old thinking. Because old thinking was, guys, I started smoking at like 14. Oh, I know. What a scumbag, but okay. I get it. Yay. I'm not celebrating that fact. Don't smoke kids. Um, but all of a sudden at uh, 30 something something, the doctor said he could help. It ran into my old thinking. Because my thinking was, I smoke. I'm a smoker. Y'all, maybe y'all don't understand. People with addictions will understand it. This is what I do. I drink. Uh, I smoke. I, I overeat. Whatever it may be. That's my old thinking. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Right? I'm a car. 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 Says Bumblebee. Did you see illustration? I'm a car. I'm a car. I'm a car. The difference was all of a sudden the doctor says he could help. Uh, those two things can't be both true. They can't both exist, right? So my new thought came in. It was this. I couldn't imagine my life without it. I scheduled my day around my next dip. It was how I lived. I was just thinking of the next dip and things like this. But Jesus said, I went and got my thoughts, I've come to set the captives free. I was captive to it. But a new thought was, I've come to set the captives free. I have the power to set you free from that addiction to tobacco. But, I'm a, but I dip. I have the power. Boom. Take it in, take it in, take it in, take it in, take it in. Jesus says this. He says, uh, you have self-control. It's the fruit of the Spirit. So the fight was on at that point or not? I chose the fight to be transformed. And you know what happened was? I was transformed. I was transformed. Some would say delivered. Some would say set free. I would say transformed because it took time. Okay? But it wasn't a battle of me. Oh, don't put it in my mouth. 
Oh, it, w- it wasn't that. It wasn't that at all. The difference between me winning the battle and letting God win it is this. I did what the doctor said because, you know, remember, prayer pills and people, guys. If, the, if God leads you to go get a checkup or something, go, go do that. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, utilize the medical industry too. So the, the, he says this. He said he could help. So I got on um, like a Chantix, a cheap Chantix sort of thing a long time ago, right? And um, I cut it in half really quickly and I got off them really quickly, never to look back because once my mind changed, my body followed. He told me like, oh, I want you to stay on it for six months. At three months, I was like, oh, I've already half my dose and I don't want to be on this anymore. I don't need it anymore. My mind changed. I was, re- I was renewed and, and transformed. And can I tell you, I haven't had a single thought about it ever since. Amen. Yeah, man. Amen. I know people who, they quit smoking 40 years ago and they'll tell you they think about it every day. Well, that's because you ain't been transformed, bro. That's because you quit in the power of your own strength and God bless you. That's not a victory we're talking about. That's a victory for everybody else. That's conformed to the pattern of the world. That's, oh, I think about sweets all the time. Really? Because when you're transformed, you don't anymore. And I'm not coming at you, dude. I'm telling you there's a level of victory in Christ where you don't look back. You don't look back, dude. I've had, I found an old can in the garage. And I went, ha ditch. I didn't even think about it. It's just gone. It's done. I'm not a dipper smoker anymore. I have been transformed. So guess what? There's no transforming back. Do you see the difference? Exactly. It's a full victory. And guess who gets the glory? God gets the glory. So let me, ah, let me wrap this up. I know we're here long, but I also know this is dynamite, by the way. I absolutely know this is dynamite. The Holy Spirit got to, I, 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 I yielded to Holy Spirit. And, and guys, anybody ever play baseball? You know what happens when you hit a home run? Bang. My buddy Pete talks about it. You barely even feel it hit off the bat. You ever had a really good shot in golf? You think it would really, it doesn't, does it? It just goes, ding, and it goes, right? That's what a victory being transformed feels like. I didn't even write it on the calendar. Here's my quit date. I couldn't even tell you. It didn't matter. It just happened. Do you see what I'm trying to say? It was like came off the bat. Bang, next thing I know, it's been, I don't even know how long, because I don't care. It's just in the past. There's the difference. So you're not on a treadmill as you look at 2018. What do I want this life to look like? Your only job is to surrender and say, God, what are you looking to do? What are you looking to do? And then go get truth. And this is the hard work that people won't do. Read it every day. Write it on your phone. Write it down. Put it in your wallet. That's what I did. And look at it every day. Because the the pattern of this world is you're addicted, you're addicted, you're addicted, you're overweight, you're overweight, you're overweight. No wonder. That's the pattern of the old world. Get truth and you choose to digest it and the transformation will happen. I got a slide here. A final warning here. This is an interesting one. I won't get into this too much. This is 1 Corinthians 6.12 in case that's still working. I don't even know if it is. Is it, Brian? Everything is permissible for me. And then Paul answers and says, but not everything is beneficial. But everything is permissible for me. But I, but I won't be mastered by anything. Now, I want to talk about this. Final warning, final thing. We've come to God. We've asked him what he wants us to change. He speaks. We then go into his word daily and fill our minds with what he says specifically about that issue, and we choose to take it in daily. What's going to try to trip us up every day? Let me tell you right now. Condemnation. If you slip up or blah, 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 condemnation will try to grab you by your ankles, pull you back, and tell you you're a piece of crap. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, to throw crap around in church. Um, it's absolutely true, guys. So here's what I want to tell you. And this, I don't want to get into this deep theology today, but look. Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. I want to set you free today by saying this. We're all dead to sins. Sin. All your sins are covered by Christ Jesus if you're saved. Do you understand that? 
Oh, I failed again. Covered by the, by the blood of Jesus. And so you bounce back up clean. Covered by the blood of Jesus. You gotta, you gotta believe that because otherwise you have no power. So there now no, is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And doggone it, you can eat all the cupcakes you want. You can smoke those cigarettes. You can do whatever you want. But it's not beneficial. So you're changing not to be loved. You're changing not to get a victory. You're changing from a place of victory. You see where you get to just chill and be changed? Because again, condemnation is going to be out there. Condemnation is going to be out there when it's not going as fast as you think. It's not about you. You're being transformed. What did I say before? This is just common sense. If you're aiming in one direction, you'll get there. Your job, by renewing your mind, did I quit today? No, but you know what? I'm renewing my mind. Did I do what I'm supposed to do and put that in my mind? Yes, good. Victory. Get it? All right, all right, all right. I'll get off that for a second. Trust that God wouldn't, and, and understand this, God wouldn't tell us to change something unless it was for our own good, obviously. Now, as I close, real talk. Do you think that if you do what I'm saying the Bible says, you remove the old dead stuff and thinking, and you replace it with new life, life in Christ thinking and doing whatever practical steps come out of that, do you honestly think that in a couple weeks, let's say four weeks, do you think you'll be able to come here, look me in the eye, and say, nothing's changed? Come on, guys, honestly. Really? So you've just heard it. I've given you the one true way that the one living God, the only powerhouse system we really have, I, I've, I've given it to you because he gave it to me. We really think it's not going to cause change? You know it is, don't you? Something inside of you absolutely knows it is. You absolutely know this. Man, I'm telling you. You write down blah, 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 blah. Yes. You can Google it, guys. Google. What does the Bible say about my relationship with food? What does the Bible say about addiction, alcohol, whatever it may be? And then you meditate on it, guys. Put it in your phone, blah, blah, blah. Make yourself look at it. Okay, get it? Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. I'm giving things. Group A tries to lose weight by joining a gym and eating healthier and less. Group B comes to God each individually. He shows them that it's his desire and his timing for them to take control over their physical health. They meditate day and night on what God says about their bodies and self-control. And then when the Holy Spirit inspires them to take a next step, might mean a doctor, trainer, I don't know. They do it in the power and joy, by the way. Not because I'm a tubby piece of whatever. It's because this is what God's doing, right? How many people join stuff because they feel yucky? Really, that's how you... Anyway, which, which group is going to succeed, A or B? Absolutely, guys. We are the branch. He is the vine. Now, again, we're finishing. I, I promise this much. That mountain that you were going to conquer yesterday or the day before when you were thinking about 2018 and New Year's resolutions, does it feel like a mountain anymore? No, because actually you don't have to do that much. You got to allow the power of God to transform you. But when I was looking at it, oh, this much change, I don't want to. Now I'm realizing, wait, if God... That's nothing. He doesn't even have to lift his foot to step over that thing. That's good, right? That's absolutely good, guys. So isn't that cool that we started talking about 2018, all these changes in our lives that we've always failed doing, and you've got the power inside of you, and it's not about you. And it's, all you've got to do is choose to cooperate. That's it. Did I do this? Did I? Did I? Okay, so that was it. Yeah. What we realize is this. We're his. We want to lay our lives at his feet. We are purchased so that we would be set free. What are we going to do? We're going to go to God, ask honestly and bravely what he wants to change in our lives. We're going to write it down. We're going to seal that we've got the one thing from God. And the third thing, we're going to go do the work of getting in the word and being transformed. We're not going to jump up and run after it 
okay, I got my orders. See ya. No, your order is to just keep getting in the truth. That's it. Whatever practical thing he brings to your mind will be the next practical step. Does that make sense? Nice, right? We're going to sing a song called Surrender. Uh, thank you for joining us online, if it's working. Brian, can you see if you can do something with that? We love you. Good, good luck. I don't know. Um, and the rest of us are going to sing a song called I Surrender. We're going to surrender to what, uh, what God is calling us to do today.